Welcome to the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Donovan Place, and I'm joined here by my co-hosts, as always, Ben and Colin. And uh, it's been a minute. It's been, what, about a month since we last recorded? It's been about a month. Do you guys remember what the last episode was? I I think it, we, it was the one we had... Uh, it would have been right around Ali. We had Ali, and it would have been right around the end of the World Series. So, yeah. But this is the first time since uh, since summer that we've all been recording in the same room. Yeah. So we'll get one together this week, and then probably what three or four while we're home again in another couple weeks for Christmas. So. Yes. Yeah, so we're we're finally back Thanksgiving break. Uh, we're hoping to get on the recording trade a little bit uh, more often. But well, you, we here's what always happens. We usually get like. A couple months of good, like pumping out content once a week, and then we'll just disappear for a month because we all get busy and forget about it. But it's it's the perfect time to come back now because we're getting into the heart of college football and NFL season. We're going to be home for probably like five out of the next seven, eight weeks. So yes. it's 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 good for sports, especially NBA is getting more into the swing of it. So everyone else home as well. We should be able to get um, a lot of guests on. Maybe do a live stream with a bunch of people on. Yes. Um, we'll figure something out. Maybe we could even do a live stream where I don't know what we do, but it doesn't have to necessarily even just be the podcast. We can we can we can try stuff out. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. We're going to talk a little college football because that's always con- brings up a controversy, and then we'll go over NFL. Obviously, since it's Thanksgiving, we'll dive into those Thanksgiving Day games, and we'll start with college football. And the rankings, I think this past week, they finally got the rankings right, at least at the top. Um, but throughout the year, they showed no love to Cincinnati. And I don't know about where you guys stand on the whole thing, but I want Cincinnati to at least get the four spot. I think it's been an awesome season of college football. And I agree with you. I'd love to see Cincinnati at the very least get a shot. But... What's been cool about the, the rankings in the previous week, especially since we switched to the Tuesday night ones, where I think this is, what, the third or fourth week of that, is when they come out with the rankings, it's caused a lot of controversy, and then those things have worked itself out, which, like, if I can bring up an example, Michigan State was in there, and then they, they went on and just got the doors blown off them. They first lost Purdue and then lost again this week to Ohio State, so yeah. that worked itself out. Um, Oklahoma has fallen off the map because they lost a couple weeks ago. There's been multiple times where a team has been ranked pretty high, and then it's just kind of taking care of itself, and I, I truly do think um, in the end, uh, Cincinnati will end up in there, especially with all the help they've gotten with Oregon losing this past weekend, too. That's another team I didn't mention, so... Right now, I think I think Georgia's a lock because at the very worst, they get one loss to Alabama. So there, I, I believe, are a lock. I think Ohio State is a lock pretty much too because they, they don't lose to Michigan. That's just a fact at this point. So I expect them to win that one this weekend, especially with how good C.J. Stroud is playing. And then they'll have a, uh, they'll have a, a decently easy matchup in the Big Ten Championship because the other side of the Big Ten isn't too strong. So I, I think they're pretty close. Alabama, I truly think it's going to come down to, to how they look against Georgia. If they win, they're obviously in. But if they get blown out, I don't think you can make the argument. If they keep it close, it just depends on what other teams do. So, And then and then we all know about Cincinnati. They've got to finish undefeated. So, yep. it, But there's a lot of teams on the edge, too, which I think will make it really interesting. Oklahoma State has one loss and has a chance to add two really good wins to their resume. Um, Notre Dame has one loss, that being to Cincinnati, which I don't want in the tournament because they Please always get blown no out. Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all pretty much the same thing with Notre Dame, where it's if they get in, they'll lose by 40-plus points to Georgia. So, And I guess that I, this Notre Dame team, I feel like, is worse than – 
the recent teams, like even the two that made the playoffs, I feel like this Notre Dame team is actually worse than those. Um, but I think their 10-1 and record, despite that, really shows um, how good of a program that is. I, I, me personally, I just don't see their even, – even if you get a lot of these teams that lose, it would have to end up being a Cincinnati loss. And I just – knock on wood, but I don't see Cincinnati, Cincinnati losing. I just – I think they're just that much better in their conference. It'll have to take a huge upset for them to not win their conference championship. And I just don't see them, Notre Dame, at least getting past Cincinnati, especially that they lost to Cincinnati. With Cincinnati, they were sleepwalking through the middle portion of their season, especially after that huge win in Notre Dame. And everyone was kind of like, what are you doing? You're a team that needs hope, and you should be showing out in front of the committee. Well, they certainly did that against SMU. An SMU team that, like, comparative to the rest of the nation, was a pretty good scoring team, and it was just all day long, uh, they were getting to the quarterback. They were getting to the SMU quarterback. SMU, I believe, finished with 14 points, but I think they came late in the ball game yeah. when it was already like 42, 35, nothing. So that was never a game. And I, I know there's some people who still don't believe that Cincinnati should be in the number four spot, uh, at least not until the end of the season. But at the same point in time, I think I think Cincinnati deserves it. And I think, like I keep saying, it's going to work itself out here in the next couple of weeks with rivalry week this weekend and then conference championships to follow. Yeah, Cincinnati can't look past this week. They get East Carolina, I believe, on Friday on the road. Um, they've been playing good football. They've won four straight. So you can't look past that because conference games are never easy. And then, yeah, they got to finish it out against a tough Houston. If they can do that, um, then beat Houston on the neutral field, they definitely deserve to be in 13-0. Um, and, and I think with these, UCF and Cincinnati have both kind of laid a path for how – a team like this, a non-Power 5, can get to the playoffs in the 14 playoff is they have to go pretty much undefeated the season before or damn near undefeated. Um, and they got to have a win or two against a really – A top-10 ranked team. Yeah, a really, a really good – at least one really good statement win. And they got that against Notre Dame. I mean, that's that's – when you compare them head to head against other teams, I mean, a lot of teams don't have a win as good as Cincinnati has on the road in South Bend. I know it was earlier in the year, but that's still the number six team in the country right now that they beat very convincingly on their home field. And another thing, too, I don't know clue if the committee takes this into account, but at least it's something I've thought about. I know in that Peach Bowl last year, Georgia was missing a lot of dudes, but Cincinnati took them all the way to a game-winning field goal. Yeah. And I think Cincinnati's better now than they were then. Uh, you can say the same for Georgia, but at least that's in the back of my mind. It's okay. We've seen previous certain four seeds just get absolutely destroyed once they get to the first round. But we believe there's a small chance, especially what they did last year, that Cincinnati at least can be competitive. And I think that at least has to be thought about a little bit, despite the fact that it was – it was way back in January. So Even if they were to get blown out, which they probably would, um, first round against Georgia. Let's say they get the four seed, mm -hmm. first round against Georgia, they'd probably get blown out. Even if they get the three seed, play Ohio State maybe, it's probably still going to be – Ohio State would be big favorites. But even if that does happen, it the committee still needs to put them in. Because if you end up putting like a two-loss Alabama – or even a one loss, you know, well, they wouldn't put Notre Dame. But you get my point. Mm -hmm. If they were to leave them out and rob them of that chance, then there's a huge controversy and the committee's under f even more fire than they already are. And it would just expose what – there's already flaws, but it would just – 
put them more on a national level. Because winning needs to matter more than anything else. And if you're undefeated and have quality wins compared to other teams who have lost games, then that's a corrupt system. Yeah, yeah. kind of going what off Collins said, my whole opinion on the thing is that if you're going to put in, let theoretically, if it goes Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, top three, and you end up putting a team instead of Cincinnati, like maybe a Michigan, I doubt a Michigan State, um, I mean, who else would even make it? I, I mean, the whoever, whoever wins yeah. the Big 12, whether it's Oklahoma. There's a shot for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma um, State. Because I think if Oklahoma State wins out, they still get Oklahoma and then maybe either Oklahoma or Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. 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 Then, I mean, they, you got to put them in. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, they have two very quality wins back to back and a conference championship or one loss. I see. I mean, I said this in our group chat yesterday. I think I'd put them in over a two loss Alabama. I mean, maybe, Alabama yeah. may be a better team, but I think they Oklahoma wouldn't State's keep too deserving. Yeah, so it it would have to take Oregon State to win out and win the Big Twelve for me to put a, a team over uh, Cincinnati. But at yeah. the same time, yeah. I, I, in my mind, is Oregon State that much better than Cincinnati to yeah, where Oklahoma? State. We got you. Or yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Either, either or, because I think regardless, both teams would get blown out of the water by Georgia. Yeah. Well, I this is and it, it's a special Georgia team. It it's is. It team. is. And I just think if you're going to get a team that gets blown out, why not put a power non-power 5 team in just to please the country and you know, shut up all the haters. Yeah, and I mean they they have a lot of you could say, "Oh, well, these other teams are so much more talented. They have so much more talent." But Cincinnati has a lot of NFL players on that roster. There's yes. a ton of talent yep. on that roster. I think they're deserving. Um, one other thing, though, is like, what if this is thinking of all the hypotheticals here? Let's say Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State this weekend, then beats them again in the Big Twelve Championship because that would be the matchup. Do they have it then a shot of getting in, despite how poor they've looked for quite some time? I think they do, but I think they would need more, more other. Or they would need more help from other teams. I wouldn't put them. In, uh, it would take a Cincinnati loss. For yeah, them. I think that's. I think that's. So fair. you're saying you would put Alabama. A, a two-loss Alabama in over a one-loss Oklahoma champion. Yes, that's a really tough that's conversation. A, I don't. To have. I don't know about. Alabama, I think Alabama. Alabama is certainly the better team. I don't think it's close. Alabama definitely passes the eye test, but it's just the, the most deserving. Factor. I just yeah. At the same time, Alabama's loss to Texas A Texas A and M does not look good, but losing to number one Georgia, I don't think should put a big stain on their resume. Like, I think. It might Oklahoma. depend on how they. That's lose. what I was. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if they go into to the to uh, Georgia and just get, I say Georgia is playing in Georgia at the Falcon Stadium. If they go in there and it's like a twenty point loss, and I think they're they're done. But uh, yeah. I, last last thing too before we move on, there's a spot, there's a way Michigan could too. But if they do it, it would effectively eliminate Ohio State. Yeah. Oh yeah. So but yeah, I just, Michigan, I just want to throw that out there. If Michigan beats Ohio State and, and Wisconsin, they're obviously in. Yeah. Um. A disa- the craziest situation would be if like. Michigan or Ohio State, the winner of that game, then lost to Wisconsin. Then it's like you don't even have a big ten yeah, team you in the playoffs. That invites Notre Dame possibly in. Yeah. So or Alabama. I mean, I would take. I don't know. I'm rooting for chaos. There's there is a very like small chance that this happens, but there is a chance where we could end up with like a Cincinnati and Notre Dame both making it in, and that would be just the worst. But this is where. 
we have this discussion every year. This is why I think we need a 12 or 16 playoff, yes. which we've argued for an yeah. expanded playoff. I think we're all in agreement on that. Um, I think a 12 or 16 team playoff eliminates a lot of um, problems in college football. It eliminates these discussions. Because yeah. are we really going to debate whether, like, let's say if it was this year, if Iowa or Pitt gets in for the last spot, I don't think we'd care. I don't think anyone yeah. would really no. Well, care. if you expand it, then you'd be, I'd assume essentially if you'd win your conference, you'd essentially be an automatic lock. And that at least yeah. gives you something like going into the season where you know, just like with other sports, where you know if you win your conference that you're going to be in, where like this year there's going to be one, if not two, uh, conference winners that don't yeah. get in. Like the Pac-12 is not going to have a rep, and there's a chance that the Big 12 doesn't have one either. Yeah. And you, you get um, – you would get at least one power, uh, non-power yeah. five, group of five team yeah. lock, which this year, I mean, there'd probably be two anyways. But let's say Cincinnati wasn't good. You'd have BYU and maybe a UTSA fighting for a playoff spot, you know? Meet me. That'd be, yeah, that'd be an interesting conversation. All but, right. yeah, I'd, I think that wraps up college football. Yeah, let's move on to the NFL. Thanksgiving Obviously, football. Thanksgiving football. Um Interesting games, I think we'd say. Uh, let's start in order. Bears at the Lions Thanksgiving. And boy, this stinks. Bears this minus stinker. three. Uh, Andy Dalton versus Tim Boyle. I mean. No, no there's a chance Goff plays. Oh, Goff. I am actually very excited for tomorrow because you guys remember last, last year's Thanksgiving slate sucked. Houston went to Detroit and blew them out. Then Washington went to Dallas, blew them out. And then we didn't get a night game because of COVID. So oh, that's right. this year, I mean, as bad as the matchup is, I think Detroit and Chicago's a chance to be really close. And then I, I think all three of matches have a chance to be close. I think Vegas could very easily go into Dallas and get a win if they play well. And then with the nightcap, I, I could see either one winning. So I know we'll get we'll start with the first game, but yeah, I, I think I think this this one. I don't know what the over under on this one is. I I would assume it's somewhere in the forties, maybe. I, I this screams under, and it's forty one and a half. I'm taking over. I think both teams score two or three touchdowns. I think the Bears move the offense. If it's that obvious of an under, it has to be over. Yeah, I'm taking. I'll take the bait. I'll, I think that's what people are saying, though. I I think I'm going to take a twenty seven twenty four Detroit double reverse victory. psychology. I don't know. I I'm. The, Detroit's got to get a win. I'm taking Bears, or I'm taking. Excuse me. I'm taking Lions plus three. Um, I, I think I'm just going to keep betting the Lions against the spread, hoping one day they'll win. Bears, I mean, there's reports Nagy is like, already been fired, but he's just, I don't think they're going to so. wait till Either after way, the he's game. he's on the ropes. Yes. I think he makes it through the season just because of the culture of that franchise and how they don't fire coaches midseason. As much as it stinks, uh, I think he'll make it through and then be fired. Uh, just for this game, I am, I need a Detroit win tomorrow because if the Bears win and Detroit falls to what, 0-10-1, Detroit is without a doubt beating the Vikings the following week. <laughs> and there's there's zero doubt in my mind about that. So I need Detroit to, to get a win tomorrow and come into the Vikings game feeling on a high note i'm i'm gonna i've i've probably taken detroit like four out of the last six weeks just thinking that i mean all of america was on detroit that like eagles game a yes. couple weeks ago and then eagles won by like 40 points yes I, and then that's kind of what jump started the eagles run but um tomorrow tomorrow could finally be the day i'm very compelled to pick detroit 27 24 all right next game raiders at the cowboys cowboys thanksgiving uh, they just haven't played well on Thanksgiving the last couple of years. I don't care. This is a different Cowboys team. 
Um, what was there? Oh, they did just lose to Kansas City, but they didn't have um, Dak Amari played Cooper. terrible. Mm-hmm. Dak CD didn't got play hurt. good, but he didn't have Amari Cooper, and CD got hurt. So maybe we give him a pass there. Um, they do have Gallup back, correct? Yeah. And so CD, Gallup, CD might play tomorrow. CD might play. He was limited today. For the Raiders' sake, I really hope he doesn't. Um, Cedric Wilson isn't terrible, and then they still have those that running back combo. So I think this Cowboys offense will be able to put up points still, um, despite no Amari Cooper and possibly CD Lamb. Uh, this Raiders defense, it is a lot better than it was last year, but it still has... They, they put themselves in really good situations, but they fail to execute, very similar to their offense. So I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this one because they've been a much better team as of late. And do they cover the 7.5? I think, think? I think Vegas could easily cover that 7.5. I think Vegas covers the 7.5. I think Dallas wins one finally. It's been a couple of years since they won on Thanksgiving. I think this has a chance to be the best game of the day. I think so too. Because I, I, uh, Carr's played pretty. I know he has not played great the last couple of weeks. Isn't he like the only QB with a pick in like four straight games? I think probably. I saw. And so they're they're all like stupid desperation. They're they are scuffling because they don't have someone to take the top off. Um, Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry, he's just not that guy anymore. No. So that that I I still watch that highlight where he caught the ball and could have easily walked into the end zone. And he just stopped. Yeah. He caught the ball and decided to not run to the end zone when the end zone was right in front of him and then fumbled the ball. It happens. That... He's taken a lot of hits in his career. He may have gotten confused. <laughs> he got scared or confused or maybe he was baked or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. I'm, oh. Sorry, I'm, just, oh, I'm right, taking right. Vegas to cover in this one. I'm I taking think it'll Vegas to cover as well. Um, probably over, too, just because. Uh, fuck it, the over. Um, next game, is it Bills at Saints? Bills yeah. at Saints. Drew Brees will be on the call and being honored at halftime. I half think time. this will be the oh, best game. Oh, really? I think that I just like with Trevor Simeon, man, like he's not been terrible. But the Bills have not been playing good, great I think football. it's a situation where the Bills defense got exposed against the uh, their Colts. R- their rushing defense. Yes. The rushing defense – Honestly, it has not been that good, but their offense has put them in situations to where they kind of force teams to throw the balls because the Bills' explosive offense usually. Bills have got to figure out a way to run the football. Yes. They, the issue is they have no offensive line, and it's one of those things where Zach Moss has the ability to make a guy miss, but he can't hold on to the football, and Devin Singletary – can't make a guy miss, but he can hold on to the football. They've started to use Matt Breida a lot more, especially in passing situations. I'm interested to see if they use him a bit more. But with the Saints having Trevor Simeon, with the Saints also not having Kamara and Ingram being questionable, I just I, I don't see this as a way or I don't see this not being Bill's good defensive game. And kind of maybe – I know the Saints have a good defense, but maybe the Bills offense can get something going. Um, but I see this as a Bills win. Minus six is tough. I'll take them to cover. 45 is the over-under. I'm taking under. Bills need a win against a good team because all you see is that graphic. I mean, really, if their only win against a team over 500, I think, is the Chiefs. And that was yeah. a Chiefs team that was very that, – that was not the same Chiefs team that is playing right now. 
Um, I th- also think all week you've been hearing how much how good the Patriots are. The Patriots are the best team in the AFC. They're going to have the division. I think the Bills remind everyone that they were in the AFC Championship last year and they're still a good football team. I'm going to take the Bills to win this one by 10. I still it's, – it's a longer season this year. I think people tend to forget that. We're a little over the halfway point. I still think there is plenty of time for the Bills to figure out what's going on. Uh, it may be my fandom in the way, but I, I still am taking them to represent the AFC. I think they will turn it on. I mean, their defense, as before last week, was number one. Josh Allen, you could argue, was the MVP candidate before. Maybe not anymore, but he's a top-five quarterback, a top-five defense easily, I, I, a top-five coach. I, I, I throw that out there. Yeah, I like it's... Sean McDermott. I, I, I like this team. It'd be nice if they could get a home playoff game because I still think it's tough to win in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm the, taking Buffalo still. The AFC is still there, still lose. Um, this should be their year. I still think it will be, despite them not even leading their own division right now. I cannot wait for these Bills-Patriots games. Yes. Patriots are on fire right now. They're extremely well coached. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'll take the Bills in this one. Um, the loss of James Winston uh, hurt the Saints more than some people might have realized. Trevor Simeon's not a very good quarterback. No Alvin Kamara still. Uh, God, I might, it's killing me in fantasy because I have him in two leagues. Ben's very happy. He has Mark Ingram. And, yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. I will take them to cover. I think they get, like, a late score. So like, a, maybe off, like, a Saints fumble. They return it for a touchdown. Something stupid's going to happen because Trevor Simeon can't function in crunch time. Before we move on to the next game, uh, just kind of popped up back in my head. Colin, where is my one-page essay? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can... Can I get it by, like, my birthday, my Christmas, something like that? I'll post it on our Twitter account. I think you said that a month ago. (laughs) <laughs> it will be posted on our Twitter account. It's just my way to plug the account. Okay. Um, Fair. At Tub Talk Sport, Sports. Um, give it a follow. We will be more active on it now that we are recording again. And yeah. All right. That covers that game. Next game. Steelers at the Bengals. Did they already play once this year? They did. They played in Pittsburgh in week three. Okay. And uh, since he won that, I believe, pretty handily. Yes. And That's when we were like, oh, Cincinnati might actually be pretty good. Yeah. Yes. And I still think Cincinnati's pretty good. I think there's a very real chance that Cincinnati finds their way into a wild card spot just because the rest of the AFC is kind of giving it to them. And if, if Cincinnati runs the ball, I mean, Joe Mixon was really good against the Vegas last week. I, it was like 30 carries for 120 yards, something like that, and two touchdowns. Oh, so yeah. When he is on the field, he's been he's been great. His, his career has just been the problem. He can't stay on the field. But this year he has. Joe Burrow, I, I think, is in for another big game at home. They really need this one, too, because they've already lost. They lost to um, – Cleveland early a couple weeks ago and they're going to be fighting with them for a wild card spot so I think there's going to be a sense of urgency here and uh, I, I think Cincinnati just outscores Pittsburgh outright how do we feel about Pittsburgh though because they had the game against the Bears very controversial um, where there was a stupid taunting penalty and everyone was out 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 for the Steelers they wanted them to lose because they got bailed out and then they go and they who did they beat uh, by the, like, Ben, do you remember who it was? I do not remember who it 
was. It was the week after the Bears game. I thought that was that led into the Chargers game. Was it the Chargers game? No, that was, no, it was that the was, Lions. They, they tied, tied with the Detroit. Line. They tied with, with no, Detroit. With no Ben. It was one of the ugliest games I've ever yeah. seen. And then they go last week with Big Ben back. And maybe we don't give him enough credit. I mean, we act like he's handicapped, but he's <laughs> he's a he's not terrible. He's a viable NFL quarterback. Yeah, he, he probably should retire after this year. But he, he, I mean, he dropped a beautiful ball in the bucket to Deontay Johnson for a touchdown on Sunday. Yes. And when they, when when uh, Pittsburgh gets backed up on like second and third down, their drive is effectively over. That's not their way to win. So I think Cincinnati will generate a little bit of pressure. And I think I can say the same for Pittsburgh too, especially against a weaker Cincinnati line. T.J. Watt will probably get home a couple times, but I like Cincinnati's big playability. And I think when it's all said and done, Cincinnati's going to grab a win. Yeah, and Pittsburgh's been dealing with some injuries on defense. Um, and they didn't co- have Minka last week, I don't think. Yeah, and T.J. Watt missed a game or two. Um, so, got to give them some credit. They're still right in the thick of it in the wild card. And is this a 12 o'clock game? Yeah. 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 So, this should be – this is one I'm definitely going to be watching, keeping an eye on. Yeah. Huge wild card implications. I just – I don't – I see this game and I cannot think – Especially how the Steelers have been playing recently. I just think this is one of those get-right games. I think the Steelers win this game, uh, especially if they lost the early one. I think they played really good against the Chargers. I was really impressed. I was I was out on the Steelers after the Lions game. I'm like, yeah. there's no way this team finishes over 500. Chargers game changed my mind, and I, I'm back on the Steelers. They can keep it competitive. I I'll th- take Pittsburgh as well. I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win the game, and I think I think this is a team that can grab a wild card spot. Yep. Um, next game, Tampa at Indy. Indy's a little frisky now. Start off. What did they start off like? Going four. They they started off. It like, it was not. Like it was not pretty. Five. It was not pretty. Carson Wentz was banged up. You're like, okay, this is the same old Carson Wentz, but he's played mostly turnover free football. They can run the ball probably better than anyone else. They right started now. one and four. Yeah, they started so one. And four. This this I this team I think is a playoff team. I think they get in as a wild card. They probably won't win the division even if they start to win more games in Tennessee. Tennessee beat them twice, so they have the tiebreaker there. Mm-hmm. And but I, if if especially I did it earlier with the ESPN playoff thing, Indy has some games that they should win. I don't think this Sunday is one of them. But they're they're still, I believe, gonna end up there in the thick of it come end of the season, on the back of Jonathan Taylor. So yes. I don't know the spread in this one. I think, but I think Tampa wins this one on the road. Tampa minus three. This this should be a close game. I think Tampa could win this one by by a touchdown maybe, but it's I think it's a close game. Yeah, this should be the best game of the day. I'm also gonna take Tampa. Yeah, Tom's going to be ready for the Ooh. big game. You're taking this as the best game over uh, uh, Packers-Rams? I think so, because I, okay. think, I think these two teams are playing better football yeah. than those two teams right now. That's well, It'll be interesting to see, because Tampa's had a, a pretty good run defense all year long. That game is more important and mm-hmm. deserves... Is that Sunday night? No, that's the like the 3.30 Buck and Aikman game. Okay. Okay. Sunday night is uh, America's Ravens-Browns. game of the week. Yeah, America's game of the yeah. week. Sunday night is Ravens-Browns. Okay. okay. Um, wow, that's a lot of great games. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I still think this is the two teams that are playing at the top of their game right now. Um, I'm going to take Tampa. They're going to be. I think they're the better team. I think they're going to be ready for the big game on the road because Tom usually is. Um, but yeah, I. How are they going to? They have to find an answer for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, the X factor in this game. Uh, Bucks announced Scotty Miller's back. He's active. 
Perfect. Uh, so he may play. But I before, I, I'm picking Tampa to win and to cover the minus three. But give some credit. Carson Wentz, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. Granted, I bet you all three of those interceptions have been uglier than shit. I can, I can think of at least two of them off the top of my head, and at least one was thrown with his left hand. Yes. Um, but he's been, he's been good. I think what makes uh, Wentz good in this offense is that there, he's not trying to be the elite MVP type quarterback. He's trying to move into that kind of game manager, and they're running a the ball a lot more. He's making smarter decisions because of, because of it. I mean, Michael Pittman has been his go-to guy, and they've been studs. He's also been spreading around with T.Y. who's healthy. They have Doyle and Mo Alley-Cox. He also gets one a game where he throws a deep ball, and it's like five yards under thrown. But that's actually smart because it'll turn into a pass interference. I believe exactly. Wentz has like the most defensive pass interference drawn this season because like exactly he'll throw a deep ball and it'll just be a bad one, but it ends up working. Yeah, but you're sense. right. He that's why he's not making as many mistakes is because when he tries, when he doesn't try to be the hero, I mean he's not going to make those stupid mistakes. Exactly. He's still extremely talented. Like he was number two pick for a reason. Um, that talent is there, and when he has the offensive line to protect him, and he has a great run game. It only makes sense that he'll succeed in the system, and so far he is. I mean, if you take out that really ugly ending of the game against Tennessee, as big of a game as it was, you can't really get rid of that. But if you take away that, I mean, he's had a really great year. Yeah. Um, next game, Panthers at Dolphins. Uh, uh, kind of who cares? I'll talk about this for like five seconds and then move on. Uh, I will see this on Red Zone, hoping that Cam Newton scored a touchdown for the one fantasy league I have him in. But outside of that, I could kind of care less. And Carolina needs a win to keep themselves in the NFC wildcard race. That's about all. I'm taking Dolphins plus two. I don't think the Dolphins are this bad. I've said it all year. They're still four and seven. Um, I don't necessarily think they'll turn it on and make a playoff push, but they have no first-round pick. They have to start winning games. They have to prove to themselves that this this is a team that looks good going forward. Because I think Brian Flores is a great coach. But this is this has kind of been a bad mark on his reputation. Yeah, I I'll take Carolina in this one. Um, I don't think their loss to Washington is a terrible loss, considering they also just beat Tampa. Mm-hmm. But I'm I yeah I I agree with you. I don't think Miami is as terrible as they seem. They've played some good a few good teams tough. Um, they've also lost to Buffalo by about forty five. But. I mean, they're getting it figured out a little more. They've won a couple games. I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to take Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. I'm so happy Cam's back there. It feels so right. Um, and I'm hoping for a lot of fantasy points because I'm starting Robbie Anderson this week. That's fine. Because I'm playing Alex. i got to start him. Mm-hmm. He's my flex. Really hoping for the Robbie Anderson breakout game. There you go. Uh, next game, Titans at New England. Another fantastic game. Yes, this, th- this will be like both Ryan Tannehill and Mac Jones finish with under 220 passing yards because they just run the ball and play defense the entire yes. game. Um, Over-under is 44. This one I could see the under hitting, and it's like a 21-17 final. And it's in New England. I'm, I think uh, Titans lose another one in a row, and the, the Patriots keep rolling. I think the Patriots will win this game, but plus seven for Tennessee. I know, yeah, I know they just a, lost. That's surprising. I think Tennessee covers that. I think so too. They're just I mean, there's they're not 
that great of a team without Derrick Henry, obviously. Not, no. Because, I mean, that's what their whole offense is built around. Um, I do think this – I do think they cover this because seven points is a lot. But that Patriots defense has been playing incredible. Mac Jones has – I mean, statistics show he's been one of the best – at least a top ten quarterback um, in the past five weeks. I'm going to take the Patriots to win this at Foxborough. Um, if Derrick Henry was there, obviously it'd be a different story, and I really hope he can come back later in the season. But, I mean, who's playing better in New England right now? Right. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, next game, Eagles and Giants. Before we talk about this specific game, I want to talk about the Eagles in general because the Eagles have won four in a row, and they have a very easy schedule coming up. It's at the Giants, at the Jets, home to Washington, home to the Giants, and then at Washington at Cowboys. They are sitting at 5-6, and six, and the NFC is very weak towards the bottom for those last couple of wild yep. card spots. Okay, totally. This is one of those games where I want to watch um, because Philly might make the playoffs. I, I it, it, it blows my mind because I gave them so much shit at the beginning of the year, especially when they yep. signed... Nick Sirianni. He's been doing well, but I gave him shit just because his press conference was hilariously bad. He's They're, had great quotes throughout the season, yes, too. Yes, Like, there was a flower thing and oh. <laughs> all. He's, he's, and he keeps the highlighters in his hat. Yes. So. I was so out on his play calling when they were, like, 2-6 and six because they refused to run the ball. And then they decided, oh, yeah, running the ball makes us a better football team. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it started with having Jordan Howard. And now, uh, last Sunday, Miles Sanders had his most carries that he had all season long. He was averaging like seven a carry before he got hurt, and they just couldn't figure out that maybe giving him more carries was a smart idea. Well, even though he didn't score a touchdown, he still was much more effective. And like I said earlier, I was doing the playoff thing. I have Philly making it as a seven seed at nine and eight because what? That's that's them. They're four and six right now. That's going them going five and two down five the stretch. And six, five, and six. five and six. That's going them going four and two down the stretch. With how easy their schedule is, that's a very realistic possibility. Oh yeah. So I think I think Philly. I can't remember if I had them winning this one because it's on the road. But Philly is especially in a week, uh, a week NFC is a team to watch out for. It it would would be awesome right now just to like be a fan of them because Jalen Hurts is really figuring out putting together. Your coach is figuring it out. You're winning games and you have three first round picks. They do have three first round picks. Which is awesome. One of them was Miami's, and the other one is. is now. It's, it's going to be Indy. the Colts. When, when Carson was, Wentz, yeah. yeah, Carson Wentz is going to play seventy five percent of his snaps. I hope, but he doesn't get injured. Um, so they will get the Indy first round pick as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're winning games during a rebuild. Um, that doesn't happen often, but good for them. Uh, Jalen Hurts might be that guy. He might be. I maybe I shouldn't say franchise quarterback yet, but they found a formula to win with him. Yes. They they have yeah. So I'm not um, like I was very sure on them using one of those three on a QB. I don't think they necessarily have to anymore. No, I don't think they do either. Yeah. Especially in a year, I think where they can not also a lot of great quarterbacks. I think they can also use those draft picks to maybe go out and trade for a guy. Like, Virek throwing it out there. What if Philly was to go crazy? Maybe sign a good wide receiver in the off season and trade maybe two of those first-round picks and maybe even a Jalen Hurts and go get you a guy like Aaron Rodgers. 
It'd be tough to pull off. I like the wide receiver idea. I can see them making a move at an Allen Robinson in the offseason. Yeah. I, I, would, I would not hate a wide receiving core of Allen Robinson and uh, Devonta Smith. I mean, yeah. we've seen what Devonta Smith can do. And you would have to assume that Allen Robinson is better than the atrociousness that he's put together in 2021. Yeah. So I'm high on the Eagles going forward. They're not a Super Bowl contender by any means, but they're a fun team. Yes. Yeah, and the, the Jalen Rager pick looks worse every week. Imagine them with Devonta Smith and Justin Jefferson. Oh, that'd be, that'd be lethal. Crazy. And they did just give Dallas Goddard a huge extension. Yeah. For a tight end, at least. It was like four years. Yeah, I mean, I mean Rodgers likes his tight ends. About 15 yeah. mil a year. Rodgers likes his tight ends. Um, Next game. Falcons, oh, well, my pick for that game is Philly, uh, minus three and a half. Yeah, yeah, me as well. That's a good number. Next game, who gives a shit? Falcons, Jags, Atlanta, minus two and a half. Give me Matt Ryan. This, I will not. Just Matt Ryan. If this game never gets to the red zone, I will forget it happened because, like I said, that's, I will never purposely click on this game. It would just have to come up when Scott Hansen tells me something cool about it. We might have a monster Kyle Pitts game. Ooh. He has Uh, not had a great. Like he's kind of, he was so good in the London game, and he's had his moments, but he was basically a no show last week, and it's it's been up and down. It's expected for a rookie. Yeah. It's tough when there's no Calvin Ridley though now, yeah. and he's the number one and guy no to focus on. Week. Yeah, no Patterson, but when he's the number one like pass catcher to look for, uh, it, that's that's, that's tough. Poor Matt Ryan. Maybe Matt Ryan goes to Philly. That'd be weird. You he's know what got... also sucks though is if when. The Falcons win this game. They're going to be right back in that playoff picture. They're not a good team. They're not oh. a good team. <laughs> they scored three points in two games, and Matt Ryan had us like less than 200 yards combined in those two games. Yeah. Uh, next game, Jets at Texans. Houston Another minus one. two and a half. I Yikes. will be paying attention strictly because um, the team where I have Mahomes, I just haven't been carrying a backup because why would I? And for this week, I'm starting Tyrod. So ah. that's th- th- simply the only reason. Hopefully, like – they don't run the ball every play, and Tyrod gets, like, three touchdowns. But that's about the only reason to tune in. Um, I would assume Houston is favored in this one. Yes. But I don't know. Houston minus two. My nine. God. I think Houston wins by a touchdown plus. This is the best NFL week by far. Yes. Because I almost love these shit games as much as I love the great games. <laughs> Jets-Texans. That's incredible. I want to see a Jets-Texans witching hour. Two minutes left, and I want to see three turnovers within those. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see Zach Wilson throw a pick yeah. six. I want to see maybe even Flacco come in because Wilson throws he too can't. many picks. He's on the COVID list. Oh, oh. I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited to see Zach we Wilson play. Flacco, Joe Cool. He Where's has one week, and that was it. How's Mike White doing? He is also on the COVID. It's it's Zach Wilson. So it's a Zach Wilson. So. My God! They, Wait, so who's going to be the backup? Who is the emergency quarterback? Josh Johnson. He came in in the injury. Josh Johnson. That's right. And then who's? We need an emergency guy, though. They don't. The most Could it be Jameson Crowder? Most teams mm. don't have three QBs active. Yeah, but so who who would be like the emer- like doomsday Probably scenario? Probably Crowder because he's thrown a couple passes. I I think it's Jameson Crowder. I mean, yeah, that's that's probably Dude, the most. Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, Elijah I mean, Moore's Michael not. Carter's out too. I don't know. I'm taking Houston. <laughs> I, we talked too much about that. Kevin Coleman, has he ever thrown a pass? In the I, who knows? Chargers more. at Broncos. Chargers minus two and a half. I, I, I this is my lack of the week. Chargers are looking great. I've been on the Chargers all year. Two and a half. They could beat Denver by a field goal. I know I, you're the no. You're, you're I'm the gonna Denver say I'm taking Chargers to win this one, but like. Every year there's just one game that Denver is in or wins at home that they have no business being in whatsoever. 
Didn't they already have that already? Well, that was on the road. We thought Denver was dead, and then they go and blow out a healthy Dallas. But they usually get one in Denver, like, late in the year. So, yeah, we'll see. I'll take the Chargers time. regardless. It's a longer I'm, season. I'm taking – what's the Chargers – I almost called them San six Diego. And four, They're 6-4 and four now. Okay. I still – I'm sticking I think, to – I think I, the, with the Chiefs not playing good, I still think this Chargers team can win the division. The Chargers – oh, I think the Chiefs are winning that division runaway. I think the Chargers are the Arizona Cardinals of It depends because they play one more time, and this game – I mean, where did they play the first time? I think that was in Arrowhead. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to play again in – uh, Los Angeles, which isn't the greatest home field advantage, but I mean that definitely gives them a decent shot. We're not talking about the Chiefs because they don't play this week, but the Chiefs' defense is kind of figuring it out. Yeah, I, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I think the Raiders, the Raiders uh, played a big part in fixing them. They like, way to go! Holy weren't, shit! Weren't they missing Chris Jones during all those atrocious games, or weren't they missing someone? Good I on think the it was Chris I no Jones. Don't they have? They have two good ones on the defensive line. I can't think of the other one. For Frank him. Clark, are you thinking? Yeah, of? but I think they were missing Chris Jones. I think they were missing Chris Jones. Because so. he came up on the pro football, with on the Sunday night thing when they showed all the guys and they say uh, the from? Ohio State University. And they, they show the pro football focus rankings now. They've done that for the past couple of years and he didn't have one. So I'm assuming yeah, that I think he, he hasn't really played this year. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, so I'm taking Chargers Minus yeah, two and a half as well. a lock. Next one, I think me and Ben can agree, the one we're most excited for. Rams at the Packers. Rams minus one. I'm so probably going to miss most of these afternoon games, which stinks because I'll be driving back to the zoo. Rams really need to win this one to keep pace in the NFC West. Mm-hmm. They're already, what, a game back? Basically two because they don't hold the tiebreaker. I know they play again, but I, for, for whatever reason – is Rodgers is playing fantastic. Packers are dealing with injuries, and it's not like the Packers to go and lose two in a row. But I think McVay comes into Lambeau and has a really good game plan ready to go. This was at the beginning of the year. I said this was my NFC Championship right here, uh, also in Green Bay. So I'm very excited for this one as well. Uh, the Rams got to figure it out. I think they will figure it out, and. This, could this be a, like an Odell? I mean, these were the two teams that uh, Odell was yeah. reported to at the very end. Um, could this be a moment where Odell's like, oh, shit, maybe I made the wrong choice? Well, not if he's, being, if, not if he's being guarded by Kevin King because he yeah. stinks. That's Odell true. will cook him. That's so. true. I'm hoping all the focus is on Odell and Cooper Cup can be wide open on those like 50-yard post plays. I love those plays, by the way. But um, I'm taking the Packers. I picked them to win the Super Look, I, in the beginning of the year, I picked Bills over Packers in the Super Bowl. So far, both teams at certain points have scared me. I'm still sticking with it. Well, did you see Rodgers flashing his toe on the camera earlier today? I saw something. I didn't know what the hell that was. He, like, I'm not fractured a I'm not a feet guy. I didn't look at it. No, I not either. He made it his Twitter profile was, picture, too. If, he if you were just scrolling through Twitter for about five minutes, every other tweet was... He's sticking his foot in the camera. I, I think that might be some bad kind of, like, voodoo thing. I don't think you should stick your foot in the camera. I think we're going to get a Rex Ryan going to that game now. So, I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going with... <laughs> I'm because of that. I saw that today. I was gonna go with the Packers. Now I'm gonna go with the Rams because I don't like that. I don't like. I don't feet. like what I saw there. I mean, I'm, I'm taking the Rams as well on the road here. The, after I know I was with uh, Jared Goff, but 
the Packers' defense kind of moved the ball up and down the field on the Rams in the playoffs last year. The Rams' defense was, was too good for that. So yep. it's, I, I believe this will be a lower-scoring game than expected with how good the Rams' offense is and how the Packers' offense, at least last week in Minnesota, was humming. Uh, I have. So you're taking under. What was our line? What's the over under? Forty-seven. Yeah, I'll take under on this one, and I—I I mean, it's oh. Packers are favored, so yeah. I'll take Rams to cover. No, Rams are favored by one. Rams are favored. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I'm taking Rams to, to win out. Okay. Um, next game: Vikings at the 49ers. 49ers minus three. Both teams five and five. This is like a must-win game for both teams, I think. And this is the best they've both been playing all yeah. year. Right this now. is this is a big game because, especially for Minnesota, because in the wild card race, if Minnesota wins this one, they then hold tiebreaker over San Fran. They hold it over Carolina already. So most teams in that race, they kind of have the one up on all of them. This is not the same 49ers team that of the past couple years that I was afraid of Minnesota facing, and especially where the 49ers have not been good at home. I mean, don't they have, like, one home win in the last, like, year and a half or something, something like that? that? I mean, they had a long streak going up until they beat uh, the it's Rams at home. It's shitty stadium. I hear, like, I yeah. hear it's, like, in a bad spot. It, it, the, the sunlight plays an issue. The fans just get, like, absolutely cooked in the sunlight. Um, this, this should be a good game. It's it's so tough because I think I think there's a chance that Nick Bosa just plays absolute game record here, but what's what's the line on this one, Donovan? Uh, San Fran minus three. This is, I think. The, I mean, like all Vikings games this year, Vikings are just lost by seven points. I would love to see Minnesota go in and just play like a dominant football game. I'm I'm gonna take the Vikings to win this one, but sadly for all Vikings fans, it's gonna come down to like field goal again just like always but if the Vikings win this one and get to a three game win streak especially going into what they'll have a couple easier games uh, it sets the Vikings up very well in in the playoff picture and the Vikings are a dangerous team when they're playing well and I saw that last week before the season I had San Fran as my surprise team I think they were going to surprise people if they stayed healthy and they've been healthier compared to years past um I had San Fran losing to Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. Um, I don't think they'll make it that far this year, but I do think San Fran is a playoff-caliber team. They run the ball. I mean, what, they had a 13-minute drive against Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah that's prime Kyle Shanahan. And they, they ran it 40 times on the Rams, and the Rams could not stop yeah. Exactly. I, this is a good football team. I like how it is. I love Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan can coach my football team. Any goddamn day of the week, twice on Sunday. Over Sean McDermott. I th- yes, I would rank no, Kyle Shanahan. No, not a chance. <laughs> Shanahan, Shanahan was on the hot seat before the Rams game. There were multiple people who thought Shanahan was. was I don't think he's. But quite that, I as think much that's because of if, if the Rams, if the 49ers were not hurt as bad those two years before and after the Super Bowl, they would have been playoff teams, potential division winning teams. I mean, Bosa went down with an ACL. They lost Garoppolo. I mean, Garoppolo won, like, his first seven starts or some shit. I, this team has just been so unlucky with injury. And I, I, I just feel like – because you got to think about when Kyle Shanahan was an offensive coordinator. When he was an offensive coordinator for the Falcons, brought them to the Super Bowl, and we all obviously know what happened. But that, statistically, was the greatest offense in NFL history. And that was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. 
Devontae Freeman, who has been a nobody since, and Julio, who granted hasn't been healthy, but it's been no one since. I mean, since. when you can lose all your running backs and throw out uh, Elijah Mitchell and Jamichael Hasty, and they can still get 100-yard games, Jeff Wilson, that's a very great system. Yeah. I have. think it's the same. You can kind of put Shanahan and Brian Flores in a similar situations where they're just in shit they're just in a shit spot and they yeah. have to make, you know, do with what they got. And I just feel Kyle Shanahan is a good coach. I would put Kyle, I would go, if I had to power rank coaches off the top of my head, Belichick one. I think, I don't think, I don't think. Nope. We are not arguing that one. Yes. We got, uh, I would go, I'd go, go McVay two. McVay, yeah. I'd go McVay. you go and McVay then, over Andy Reid? Yes. Ooh, I'm taking Andy Reid That's too. tough. That's I'm tough. taking McVeigh, then Reed, Shanahan, McDermott. I would have to look at a list before I'd make. Maybe maybe a few drops over we have an actual Lafleur's list. Well, Floor's in the top Floor's up there. Carroll, if you still Sean believe. Sean Payton. Uh, Payton, that's a good one. I think he's fell off a little. Uh, I'm a big fan of Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley can be up there in a couple of years. He could be. Um, they, yeah, I mean, Frank Wright. He's prove it. Harbaugh, Tomlin. Tomlin's, Tomlin's top definitely five. top ten. I have Tomlin top five. I, I don't know if I have Tomlin top five. I would, I would actually, put okay. ten. I wouldn't like put I Tomlin said, over McDermott. I, I wouldn't put Harbaugh over McDermott. Tomlin's got a Super Bowl, though. Yeah, fair. But like, like John said, though, they've they've had some incredible rosters and have failed to even get yeah, out of the okay. second round. Yes. Last, um, oops, sorry. Last last thing before we move on to the next game, don't forget about how Kyle Shanahan absolutely loves Kirk Cousins. So fair, he knows Kirk Cousins. So in he and out. won't send the blitz. <laughs> It'll either out of respect for Kirk Cousins. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Either that, or he will just know his every move, and this will be one of the games where Kirk finishes like 13 completions for 112 yards. Okay. So it's gonna go. It's gonna go either just. Horrible or like four touchdowns. The Vikings just have to find a way to contain Debo Samuel. Yep. He's, please don't. Please, I no, yo, please don't, because I have him in fantasy. <laughs> but man, that guy's had an insane breakout season. Uh, already one of the best playmakers in the game. Yes. All right. Sunday Night Football: Browns at Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half. I, 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 I we put too much expectations on the Browns. I think this has been. It's been an up and down year. Granted, they've dealt with injuries. Don't they get Kareem Hunt back? Pretend they're hoping he plays. Yeah. They activate him off IR. Baker, I, what the hell has happened with him? I was I was excited for Baker. I thought Baker was gonna make a next step forward, be have that you know maybe Pro Bowl type year, but he's just been dog shit. Yep, he's been bad. <laughs> the, the whole Stefanski, I don't think he's really the one to blame, but he's kind of had some. As a, as a play caller, I had some weird moments. Ravens, I mean, Ravens go in for me in this one and get the. They'll win. take it over. They'll take Stefanski over Freddie Kitchens running draw play. Oh yeah, and he knows Stefanski's still a good coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just it's. Um, I like Stefanski. He, he uh, without a doubt deserves. He's like a he's year. like a Walmart brand Shanahan in my eyes. I still yeah. I still think yeah. this whole Baker situation is fascinating. What they do with Baker when with the off season approaching. I mean, this this is the last year, correct? Yes. Uh, no, don't they have the fifth-year option? Yeah, I think they do. Did they okay, pick it they up? Fifth-year option. I, I think they me. do. Yeah. I think they do. I mean, do, it seemed like a surefire extension going into the year. It but did because they finished strong and they had the playoff win. But now it's like we're going back. We have a lot of flashes of old Baker and new Baker and 
I think Baker is just a mediocre quarterback. I think I think I think I think you guys will like this. Going to school about two hours outside of Cleveland, Ohio, I'm surrounded by a ton of Browns fans, and I've been with people watching Browns games and see their reaction with Baker Mayfield, and it is on par with the same reactions I saw watching Bears games, watching Jay Cutler play. <laughs> it is it is very similar. He doesn't have the arm strength. No. He doesn't have the smoking Jay vibe, but it's one of those things where, hey, this guy could be really good, and then shits the bed. It's really cool when he gets hit and then stands up and runs down the sideline yes. and like pumps his fist. They're two completely they, different quarterbacks, but you get yeah. the same reaction. It's weird. I think I'm taking Ravens in this but one. Yeah, I'm taking or, Ravens yeah. minus three. Me as well. I don't even want to talk about the money. But the, I mean, sucks. the Ravens really haven't been playing good football. Yes. That game against Chicago was so ugly. I didn't. I know they didn't have Lamar Jackson, but your seven-win Ravens team, they're, they're and so, they with Lamar Jackson, they get blown out by Miami. It makes this, no yeah. sense. It's a seven-win Ravens team that could easily have four. Yes. I mean, you had yeah. the, you had the. They could they could have been Detroit's only win. They could have been Detroit's win. You had a block field goal against the Colts, where if the Colts uh, field goals and block, Colts up by ten and put that game away. Minnesota couldn't do anything with their drive in overtime. So it's a seven-win team that could. They've had a lot go right. So I'd like to I see I mean, the Chiefs game. The Chiefs. Edwards, yeah, they, they had that one, but Clyde fumbled, and they ended up winning. Yeah, so it's... A lot of luck. Yep. So we I'm don't... Not, we're I'm, not good sold, I'm not sold on the Ravens. We don't really know how good this team is, but we know that they can find ways to win even when they're not playing yes. their best game, and which is a good thing. And if the Browns win, I mean, the Browns are right back into the division. Browns 6-5, yeah. and five, Ravens 7-3. and three. Yep. So I, I mean, they play each other. Browns go... Um, Ravens by Anyone Ravens. can win that division. It's awesome. Yeah. Great race right now. Yes. And then the Monday night game, real quick, Seahawks at Washington. Washington minus one. This game stinks. I said it beginning of the season. I hated Seattle. I didn't like it. I have my own opinions on Russell Wilson. I'll save those for another day. Okay. Because um, that will be way too long of a conversation that i got to dig myself out of. But I'm taking Ron Riverboat Ron to cover the minus one. I think Pete Carroll takes the USC job. I, I, I hope that would happen, but I don't think it will. I think Pete Carroll's a little too old for yeah. college at this point, as much as I'd want to see him return there. I think Seattle does win this one, unfortunately. I think they finally start to figure it out a little bit because this is – I mean – They've been playing really shit football. And you call me the number but one. But Washington's Seattle been playing is. very well. Um, Taylor Heineke is Taylor Heineke. Our boy. He's had back to back good games against. He has. That's our boy. Against, uh, two really solid defenses. Yeah. I need um, to get Taylor Tampa Heineke. And Carolina. You do, yeah. I will help you fund that. I if am you need a it. Taylor Heineke fan. I've been a fan ever since he was uh, my St. Louis Battlehawks uh, <laughs> okay, well, I was I was before that. He was a Vikings quarterback. There you go. Star, so. We all have, oh, we all have ties to Taylor Heineke. Um, See, Seattle has had way too many primetime games this year. I'm ready for it to stop. Yeah. They had another one, too, that got flexed out of Sunday Night Football. Because so. last year they were on it a lot, and they were all fantastic games. Yes. So they're like, okay, we got to keep doing this. This is great content. Well, yeah, the Se- Seattle had like one of the best year. offenses and then the worst defense. So, yeah, Wasn't so Seattle was a, last year like the race. Vikings where every one of their games came down to the end? I, I, just well, I, j- I just remember when I think of last year Seattle, I think week two – Cam and the Patriots go into Seattle. Yes. yes. 
That's that's they, all I think of. They no, what about game? the Cardinals game where? Oh, uh, that's right. Baker, I forgot the, about the that. Cardinals got the win. Shit. They had the other one too. They had those two. They had the Minnesota one where yeah, they drive the down the field after Minnesota went for and it. And there was a huge it. like, oh, does Minnesota kick this or do they go for it? Yeah. And, yeah. There was. I mean, that's three right there that were in the first like seven weeks. They definitely had a couple more. Yeah. So I mean, I, I was gonna say I thought I. Could so it makes sense Seattle's. from an NFL standpoint why they would keep putting them on prime time. Just not anymore. This They're season, entertainingly bad. bad. There's a lot of people that think Russell will request a trade this offseason, like for real this time. I don't know if that actually happens. I think there's a chance that Pete Carroll leaves because if you saw, like, remind, the dude remind, just did remind not. Remind me act when we right. have time on an episode, and I'll okay. I'll deep, dig into my Russell Wilson okay. takes. With that being said, I'm actually I think you two are both taking Washington. No, I'm, I'm taking, taking Seattle. I'm taking okay. Washington. I'm gonna take Seattle on the road. This should yeah. be. A, I mean, it's not pretty. It's, gonna be um, one, it's not too appealing, but I think it should be a pretty good game. Where Russell Wilson just finds a way to win this game. I think who's that's what the, I'm taking. Who's the one receiver on the uh, Washington football team? He's the, kind of a new guy. Uh, is it like a Sims or a – No. DeAndre Carter? DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, He had a beautiful one. route on that he, touchdown. He week. is going to be a guy where a year or two from now, he's going to be a fantasy football stud. I, he, he was I, in I Houston like, for a couple of years, so he's not like – Where really? did he go to college? I, I don't know Carter? if you guys remember – I think it was in the playoff game against the Bills where he didn't take a knee or a wave a fair catch on a kickoff and he just dropped the ball. And the other team picked it up. And for a second, they called it a touchdown. I, oh, is that him? I, don't, I know I'm not. He's I remember 28 that. years old. Yeah, is he, he really? He was in Houston he for a bunch of years. Holy shit. I thought this guy was okay, a rookie. It was, no. in, it was in one of the like ESPN wildcard first games that like, you what never want to watch. Hell? He went to catch a kickoff. And, like, he didn't make a signal or take a do anything. He just flipped the ball to the I ref. I do remember ref that. Ref got out of the way, and the other team recovered the end zone. They called it a touchdown. They changed it. I want to say it was the Bills game. Was but it like, that one Raiders game where they were starting Connor Cook or There was, shit? like, four years in a row where I they played the first game. So. It could have been, could've been <laughs> hey, the Colts you, you one, remember, too. you remember the Connor Cook days? I remember the Connor <laughs> Cook days. When we – hey, man, when we first got Connor Cook, uh, he had a nice uh, – what was it? Oh, no, he was the third string because Carr got – broke his leg. Matt McGloin comes in. McGloin. Concussioner. Throws one nice pass, and I'm like, we're back. We're back, baby. One nice third down conversion. He absolutely shits the bed in Denver. Gets hurt. Lose the bye. We lose our first round bye. Kansas City gets it. And we lose to Brock Osweiler. And Connor Cook was atrocious. I'm... What a game! I want to rewatch that. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe, maybe sometime I'd, we'll rewatch I'd old rather shitty watch football games. Any other game than that one? There's been, I mean, if we literally we just go to the Texans first round game for like four straight years, and it's they got blown out by the Chiefs, they got blown out by the Colts, they beat yeah. Vegas, and then had one of the funniest playoff games ever, Josh Allen's first playoff game. Oh my God, <laughs> Josh that Allen! Was a, that was, was a I'm not gonna lie. That was, was it Dawson Knox? He tried to pitch it yes. back to. In like Amen. the All most crucial, I said it then. I said it immediately after it happened. I'll stick with it now. If he pitches at Dawson Knox and Dawson Knox runs all the way to the end zone, it's the greatest play in NFL history. <laughs> it was that was awesome. So, uh, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode, boys. It's great to be back. Um, we're gonna be pushing out back. content. I know over the winter we've discussed it. We, we might be putting a couple blogs out there, seeing how those work out. At least out. Donovan and I are. Yeah, I, we're definitely thinking about it. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Create this media empire out of Tub Talk Sports Podcast. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to recreate our quarterback uh, tier list. Ah, I'm yes. going to post those out, and I want you guys, whoever's listening, to go on there and tell us who had the best 
uh, tier hierarchy of quarterback list um, and tell us what the hell we did wrong with them. I think I think that'll yes. that'll get some reactions. Yes. All right, but I think that's gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you boys in the next one. Peace out. Thank you.